Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, the one and only Ian Bush, my son by another mother. And tonight, I want to welcome the beautiful, beautiful woman that you heard singing that song. And when I first heard this song, I laughed because those of you all that know me know that I drive a full-size black Chevy Silverado and on the back of my truck it says yes boys this is my truck and I would kill somebody if they didn't my truck so I get it <laughs> but our guest tonight is indie country artist Lady Redneck better known as Stephanie Lee and if you haven't seen her she is one of the most beautiful women I've ever laid my eyes on she's gorgeous she's sweet and I'm so honored to have her here she is a country artist from Dallas, Texas, and she's 
she on her bio it says she is Texas's own blonde bombshell. She is high energy, fun, and it comes through in her music. Lady Redneck is making a mark in the Texas country market as well as among Americana listeners. Texas country has long been dominated by men, but boys, y'all just better watch out because, yes, this is her music. (laughs) Though she doesn't necessarily look like redneck, she has small town roots and little quirks that makes her rednecky. Lady Redneck songs are real. She writes about life. Singer-songwriter Lady Redneck definitely brings her sweet, sexy, and fun vocals and songwriting to readers of The Boot with this exclusive premiere of her song, Rednecky Inside. The track is from her forthcoming album with the title, Rednecky Inside. She was born in Blackfoot, Idaho, and raised, raised there until she was about 12 years old in a little town called Howie, Hoey, Howie, Idaho, there were only 23 people in that town. You cannot get lost in that town. But before <laughs> junior high, her parents moved to the big city of Idaho Falls, Idaho, and she played in the family band called Dusty Roots that performed all over the Northwest. She grew up playing the guitar, piano, bass, fiddle, mandolin, and drums, and that makes me tired just reading it. The family sold 40,000 CDs. Since then, she has branched off and is doing her own thing. She loves writing and singing her own music. Welcome, my lovely. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this show. And my co-host, Ian Bush, has joined us. Ian, say hello to the beautiful Lady Redneck. Yeah, how you doing? Sorry, I was Hi. running a little behind. I heard about the warning about you know how men were, were dominating. I got a little bit scared, so I had to compose <laughs> myself. And you then, probably should be scared tonight. <laughs> I, I, I was. I was really intimidated. Bad. So I was looking in the mirror. I was saying, okay, you can do this. And then I was like, all right, no, you can't. Oh, all right, uh, okay, you can do this. Okay, no, you can't. A couple more minutes. Okay. <laughs> how you doing, ma'am? Like, it's it's nice to meet you. Good. Nice to meet See, you. See, I, t- well. I told you, Tess and Stephanie, <laughs> I told you it was going to be a fun night. You just didn't know what you were getting into. <laughs> I did not. And I'm so glad that I am. This is so refreshing and so fun already. <laughs> I'm just excited. See, what she, told me, Ian, what she told me was every other interview she's ever done, they ask the same old tired questions, and she gives them the same old tired answers. I said, welcomed off the team. <laughs> Yeah, it's, well, it's not every it's not every time that uh I get scared to to call the phone and gotta gotta give myself a pep talk. So I'll try to like give creative answers or try to entertain myself sometimes. I'm just <laughs> well. It's, oh, it's it's, it's easy here. We 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 make it awesome. we make it easy for you to be creative. And I, I will I tell, tell you this: when when I tell you when I say our we are now at the five minute mark, our hours almost gone. I can promise you without fail, you will say already because it it never fails Aww. to happen. This hour flies by That's so fast. Awesome. We we get so excited about what we're doing that we forget the time. And before long, the the little girl in in the, my computer screen's going, "Hey, stupid! It's time to close the show. I'm going to cut you off." <laughs> <laughs> so let's, I believe let's, that. Like like anybody can send me to my room. Let's let's <laughs> talk about let's talk about you and the fact that when people say, you know, I come from a small town, I can't do this because I, I look at them and I and I want to just 
knock him in the head with my fist and say, what's, what's up there between your ears? You came from a town of 23 people. I did. And look at yeah, you. I did. Oh, that's funny for you to say. <laughs> well, think about it. The the opportunities in a town of 23 people was probably slim and none. <laughs> they really were. They really were. I think that my like if you knew my parents, they are like the salt of the earth. They would give anybody the shirt off their back. We had people live with us all the time, but they always like installed so much confidence in me. Like my dad used to say, tell me that I was Amazon and he would tell me you can do anything. And I think just like with their positive, they were just so um, good to me and just, just built me up so much that I think it made me really think that I could. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. And, and and because you thought you could, you did. And because nobody told you you couldn't, you went ahead and did it anyway. And that is that is a trait that is to be admired in you. Because I've been in this business a long, long time. Ian will tell you. I've seen I've seen people come. I've seen people go. And one of the things that I always get is, well. I can't do this because, and and my response to them is, well, you've already defeated yourself because the first thing you said is I can't, and then you put because behind it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Then they really can't. They've created their own future. (laughs) They have. They've created their reality. They did, and they set themselves up to fail. But not only did you do your family did as well. 40,000 CDs. I know major artists that don't sell that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you know, just hard workers. And, but yeah, they're just amazing. So <laughs> so what made you move to the great state of Texas? I have a lot of friends in Texas as well as a child. So that, Texas uh, is yeah, special Texas. to me. Um. It, I love Texas. Um, we just actually moved here, um, kind of had lost everything, my husband and I, and hadn't been married very long, and we just decided we needed to find a place to start over and prayed about it and felt inspired to move to Texas. And that's really all that it was. It was just kind of a prayer and a decision, and okay, sure. And um, I, <laughs> I'd i always loved Texas, so I was really excited about it. So. Have you found that in moving to Texas that your journey into country music has changed? Has it been easier to get more exposure? Or have you had to face the male dominance? Or have they embraced you even? Well, you know, that's a really interesting question. So, um I basically started my own music five and a half years ago. And that was, you know, I grew up, you know, we grew up just playing cover shows. We had all different, um, song, all different shows that we would do. We would do, you know, a rock show, a bluegrass show, a country show, a pop show, you know, just depending on if it was the fair circuit, if it was for a corporate event or just whatever audience we were playing for, we would just, you know, we had hours and hours of material and we would just, you know, do the set list according to whatever um, we were performing. And so I had never done my own thing. And I, um, I was actually pretty nervous about it. And, and so I record, I didn't have a social media page. I didn't have anything 
um, except a new little baby. And I just decided I was going to um, record a song and just put it out on my Facebook page to see what happened. And I put it out and um, like indie, indie stations, quite a few of them like, you know, contacted me and said, Hey, we love this song. Can we play it? And then it made it on a couple of countdowns, like top 20 countdowns. And I was just so excited because I was like, Oh, good. Like, cause I, I really wanted to do it, but I just didn't know if, cause my personality is a little crazy and I didn't know what they would think. And so it kind mm-hmm. of took off in a sense, you know, I took off with social media and, um, and, you know, up there we were performing all the time, but down here, nobody knew who I was. And so, and like with a new little baby, she's now seven, but at the time she was just little. And so it was like, I didn't, I didn't have the time or didn't want to even be performing because I wanted to give her all the love and attention that I, you know, could. And so it was like, I, um, I was really working on just the social media of it and doing everything that I could <laughs> that way. And so I don't know that like necessarily Texas had embraced me because I don't even know if they knew I was here, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, so, I mean, it was kind of like the growth in social media is what took it off. And just as of, you know, the last, um, all of a sudden, like, people are like, oh, she's here. Who is this lady redneck? You know, and, like, now they want to get to know me, which I'm excited about because I've had a lot of, like, local um, places call me and, you know, trying to set up shows and stuff like that. And so, and we're hoping to do a tour as well. So, now it's, like, finally we're to that point where, <laughs> where it's well, going really good. So before the show, I told you that – Michael Stover sent me when I was running this show before he sent me many, many, many artists and they, I'm watching, I told them then, just like I told you, you're going to be there because your music is amazing. When, when I heard I dented your truck, I'm thinking she gets me (laughs) because that's the way I feel. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so glad to hear that because like that's like to me I love it when I can relate to an artist or like I totally get you know like if if I can feel the song it just means so much more and I mean I already feel like I know you I don't know like I already feel like we're friends so I totally get what you're saying but it makes such a difference when you can connect with that artist with that artist exactly and Anne will tell you Anne and I have been friends for how long six seven years <sighs> Um, I was gonna say I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say time flies when you're having fun, but you've you've known me since high school. So it's, yeah, it's almost been ten That's years. That's awesome. Has it? Oh my! See, it has been ten years because right out of high school he joined the service and That's I just awesome. embraced him. And he's also a fellow author, so Aww. I've seen his whole That's life his awesome. life progress. Wow, yeah, it actually, was, that's super cool. I was actually going to ask about um, your your journey on that with, and with your family and whatnot. You were saying that, um, speaking of family and knowing people for so long, <clears throat> that you said that music's such a big part of your life. I read one of your articles that said that you've been playing music since you were about six, and then you started a family band. Um, your dad was a songwriter and you followed in his footsteps. So have you been able to pass that on to your family? Um, I, okay. So, or do you want to pass that on to your family at some (laughs) point? Oh, I do. (laughs) I do. So my little girl is seven and she's getting pretty darn good on the piano. 
and I've got, I, I teach music on Sunday, on, excuse me, on Monday out of my house. I teach morning till night. I just do it once a week, but I set up a singing group of kids just because I wanted her to have the opportunity to perform. And so she's just finished her third show this week because I do it once a month. I take them out in the community and they put on a show and then I started teaching her the ukulele just about two and a half weeks ago. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying pretty hard. <laughs> you are right amazing. <laughs> you so, are absolutely amazing. And with that being oh, said, what made you write I Dented Your Truck? Because I, I can see that whole storyline playing out in my head. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I'm sure you can. So, well, this is okay. I'm going to tell you the story. And there's kind of a story behind a story. So, this is just awful, and you're gonna you're just gonna cringe. But like probably about uh, three months ago now, right before I recorded the song, I was actually at Chick Fil A, and you know how they have those three lanes, like they're all just packed. Oh, people. oh no! <laughs> all the time. Y- Yvonne, Chick Fil A is not a sponsor on our show, is it? No. <laughs> All right. Yeah, continue. Continue, Lee Redneck. <laughs> anyway, I and I love Chick Fil A. I, I I totally love it. So I was I was in the lane on the left, and for some reason, like I drive a truck, and so for some reason, I did not see the pole to the right of me. And as I'm as I'm turning around, where they try to combine three lanes into one, I hear this, and I'm like, no. And it literally just brought me back, like. So when I was first married, my husband and I, like, I, um, anyway, it just brought back all, this nightmare of this, of when I dented his truck right after we were married. And so it just, because I was reliving it, I had to write a song about it. <laughs> so, Makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's, and it, it also alleviated the guilt, I'm sure. Here, you dented his truck. Now you've dented your truck. So now you're even. Yeah, now I've, yep. I know I'm, yep, exactly. Now we're even, <laughs> except I did in mine, I think worse than I did his, but yeah, oh heavens. And I, I swear to you, I'm a danger driver, but I don't know what the heck. So yeah, now I've got two on. <laughs> anyway. That is, that is too so, funny. Well, now what you need on the back of your truck is the little sign. You can get it on Amazon and it's in pink and white and it says, yes, boys, this is my truck. Because see, I'm so yeah, I need that. I need well, that. I'm going to have to find that. I just, <laughs> I just I'm, wish I'm, that the uh, the person that dented your truck knows how famous they are and how how, uh, <laughs> how much of an impact it made in your life. Like, that would be the great backstory that somehow, some way, they're like, I do remember that Chick-fil-A incident. <laughs> I am 4'11", and when I roll out of this full-size truck that has running boards on, because awesome. I have to use running boards to get in my truck, it's solid black on black and when i roll out of this truck the men look at me like does that belong to your husband how about your boyfriend how about your father how about and i'm going no Uh boys this is my truck my truck my truck so So, see now you can write a song yeah my truck this is is, boys this is yes boys this is my truck so you can get that little thing on amazon put it on the back of your truck Oh, that's a great idea. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Let's go and play another song, which I absolutely adore. And we're going to talk about it because when I heard it, I went, I can relate to this one, too. So, everybody, hold on. Awesome. This this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush. And our guest tonight is the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Lady Redneck. And she is out of Texas, and she is a country artist, and we we just feel like we've been friends forever and a day. So hold on. 
but you blend them so well. I, I found oh, yeah. myself I, I found myself wanting to get up and do a little soft shoe while I'm listening to you sing, and I'm thinking, well, uh-huh. I'll disconnect us, and then we'll be in trouble, so I better just sit still and, <laughs> and pretend. So I actually, I know the um, I know the original song and all that, and so when the first yeah. um, when the first chord started coming out, I was like, this can't be like what I think it is. Oh, really? And yeah. I'm not gonna lie, like I actually really enjoy the twist you put on it because the original, I mean, uh, I already kind of gave out my age. So, you know, I was pretty young when that song came out, but, uh, <laughs> when the original came out, um, you know, it, it, it really spoke to me. Like I still listen to it to this day when I'm kind of having a rough day, but yours is a lot more, um, it's uh, yeah, it's not as solemn as the original. Like this one's a little bit more, yeah. Because you know how the original is like, it almost feels like it's kind of regretful in a way. Like, I, I was hoping that we were going to be kissing under the moonlight. Swing, oh, swing. yeah, yeah. This uh-huh. one was a lot more almost remembering that it happened. And yeah. so it was kind of like a nice addition to the original, where the original was like, well, it never happened. But yours was just like, oh, it did happen. And this is the moment that I <laughs> Oh, it did. Like, the rest of my life. Yeah, thanks, Ian. And, um, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's awesome. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah, for sure. Yvonne's like, uh oh, this is a twist. So <laughs> No, I, no, I know Ian. <laughs> you're like, be nice, Ian. No. <laughs> so I um I actually have to admit that I am not perfect. Um, I know that I try to give oh, that persona. My heart. <laughs> right, I know. You're like, they grow up so fast. Um it, it, so it's, I was... a, it's a big one, Elizabeth, it's a big one. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> no, Yvonne, don't go to the light. Stay with us. Um, <laughs> so every, you know, it, it, I, I always joke that Yvonne taught me well as her little, you know, junior bounty hunter how to find um, articles and stories and all that about our guests. And I always throw in, you know, I, I always feel kind of like an attorney because I'm like, did you know back in – 2015 they said about this and they're like wow I don't even remember that article so I'm doing the same thing on you right and um okay. I was listening to your music this song came on you're like what, what's what's the story Ian hurry up I was listening to that song from you and um I was looking up articles on you I was looking up information and I saw redneck lady and I'm all like redneck lady I'm like okay this is strange maybe it's just a typo and the um the the beginning sentence is redneck lady is often seen in many episodes with a deep angry southern accent she's depicted in a messy trailer with rollers in her hair um a cigarette hanging out of her mouth unshaven legs circular bandages on the corns of her feet and i'm like oh wow what is right i'm like what is going on so i click on the link and it's actually for beavis and butthead it wasn't even oh you gosh. to begin with. So I'm sitting here listening to you sing the song, and I'm like, okay, I can oh. kind of see, like, the cigarette out of the mouth, but, like, I don't yeah. – the rest of it's just rude. So I knew when we came on the show tonight, I had to admit to all of our listeners that I don't always get it right. <laughs> I, I'm glad you were wrong on that one. I'm so glad you were wrong on that one. Yeah. 
I was, I was mildly offended for you. I'm like, whoever said this and hurt <laughs> my you. lady redneck is going to pay. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. <laughs> yeah, but I don't even know her, and I'm offended. <laughs> See, you no, already have a following on this. You already have a following. Right, I knew you wanted to get a kick out of that one, too, because normally I'm pretty good about it, but... <laughs> just listening to that thought, I'm like, cigarette rolling out of her mouth, what? Like, <laughs> okay, I can kind of see it, but like, and then it just got worse and worse, and I'm like, oh, I don't think this is the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny, and, and having I'm, that name, oh, go ahead, Levana. No, no, continue. <laughs> oh, having that name, some people, like, some people love it, and then I've had other people that'll be like offended that you're you're not you're not rednecky enough, or you're not country enough, or you're not this enough, or that enough, or you know what I mean? It's just, and I say, well, then I explain to him like the lady part of it, and I'm like, it says uh-huh. lady too, so yeah. <laughs> I'm very much a lady, <laughs> but I just right. got the whole country and you know like my own little things that I do. So anyway, <laughs> well, the the thing is, people have this mental picture of what redneck means, and my kids, my, my all three of my kids, my son in Texas and my two daughters in Georgia will tell you they're rednecks. They're yeah, they're rednecks because they are they they love country. They live in the country. They're happy in the country. And you know what? They don't take bull off of anybody. But yet, my daughter nice. can be just <laughs> as graceful as the next person. Yes. So they're lady rednecks, too. (laughs) They are. So for someone to say you're not redneck enough, they might want to go back and and check the gauge on that one because they're way off. That's how I feel, too. Just like that with any term. Yeah. They they don't understand what a redneck is. And maybe they're just a bit jealous because not only are you a redneck, (laughs) but you're a lady on top of it, and maybe they're not a lady. (laughs) <laughs> that could be true. <laughs> the royal rednecks. I like it. That sounds like a new TV series or something. Yeah. Oh, so, that'd be fun to watch. Tell me how in the world you are, I don't want to say are able because that's a stupid statement to make. How are you so gifted that you play as many instruments as you do it just amazes me i just you inspire me oh thanks for saying that you know i have to give my parents credit on that one too when i um and probably living in a small town of 23 we didn't have much else to do (laughs) well that's true but um (laughs) but no so when we were six you know i started taking the piano and the guitar both when i was six and my dad was a guitar teach well my dad um First, he was on the farm, and he was a farmer. But then, when we moved to the into the um, city of Idaho Falls, he became a he went to school, and he was a music major at school. Wow. And he taught guitar lessons to help support. And so, we always had instruments in our house. And then my parents always played in a band. And so, like, we didn't really even have a choice. Like, we all, me and my sisters, all had to learn the guitar, the bass guitar, the drums, and the keyboard. And then we all specialized in our own. Like, I do like fiddle and mandolin and ukulele. Like my other sister does like flute and you know my other sister does saxophone and different things and so 
part of our show was like we'd be playing an instrument and then we would like switch instruments. You know, that was part of the whole family band show that we did. And so mm-hmm. I think it was just, <laughs> can you see it already? Yeah. So it, I can. it was just, um, it was just what we did. You know, it, it was one of those things where I don't even think I realized what a blessing it was at the time. It was just how I grew up. So, well, does it, doesn't it because I, in my mind I know it does I'm asking a rhetorical question but you're going to have people out there that say well how can she do it all and still but being able to play all of those instruments helps in choreographing the music to the songs that you write does it not oh it definitely does like when I write the songs I'll have it totally figured out like you know chord progressions national number system when I take it in the studio it's just me and then my producer and we literally like between him and I will do all the instruments I mean every now and then we'll have somebody else do something if you know still guitar or something if we want that because I don't play that and he doesn't either but it just it makes it nice because I can already hear like how I want like if there's a really cool bass part at all in my head I can usually hear it and so I think just having that knowledge of those instruments makes it easier to to actually create that sound that I'm looking for <laughs> that feeling. This is so. this is why I love working with Yvonne because that was actually one of my questions I was going to ask too was how you came about with the process and how do you how do you know what what's in your head that you want to push out? So that that is really cool. Um, when you when you're doing music, so talking about like. Um, genres and branding and labels and all that do you feel like you push labels a little bit because i you know i i see country i do and that's cool and i i respect it i actually kind of like it but i feel like you're kind of pushing into a different type of country too like do you ever think about that when you're writing songs that you're trying to go for like maybe a, a little bit harder of a country or um like how much do labels define who you are yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting that you'd say that. Um, and, and growing up listening to all genres of music, studying all genres of music, and, like, playing, you know, because we, we did shows playing all different types of music. I feel like the reason that I had picked country music as my genre and, and even the songs that I've decided to, to to write and promote and record, it just resonated in my soul because I did grow up in a small town, and it just kind of – it just feels like that's who I am. And so – um, you know, with country music, it's interesting because when you listen to a lot of the country artists nowadays, like the, like a lot of the guys still sound really country, but a lot of the girls sound more pop for sure. And so I feel like a lot of country music has actually kind of gotten away from a real, you know, country sound. And, and, and even like some of the songs have become so basic, like they used to have all these stories and all of this like more depth mm-hmm. to it and now it's you know the things that sell are, are you know you know you need a short course that just repeats over and over again so it gets stuck in their head and you know I mean that's great because it does get stuck in artist's head but I feel like we're missing some mm-hmm. of what makes music great and so um I don't know um what you're you know as far as what you're asking with the label I don't I don't think I let that it it um, I don't think I think about it, probably, maybe not even as much as I, I should, I don't know, but I, because I know people are going to say you're too this or you're too that or, you know, and they are going to do that. I just try to be true to myself and do what I feel yeah. like is who I am. So, <laughs> and well, that's we, what, and we see that, that in your music and your photos. 
and that's what Sorry, will Yvonne, make. That's okay. What I was going to tell her is that's what will make her great because mm-hmm. she is unique to herself. Just like taking that song "Kiss Me" and mm-hmm. putting her own twist to it, where it tells a story. You know, there's a story in there, and yeah. it it blends. <laughs> A bluesy country 40s, like you said, in an upbeat tone to it, as opposed to, oh, I wish he had kissed me. I died. It, it, it makes you want to get up and dance, is what it makes you want to do. Awesome. That's great. Well, and the interesting thing that you said, too, it, it kind of sounds like, and I'm not trying to put words or pull a thread that isn't um, genuine to you, so please correct me if I'm wrong, but. It sounds like you're saying country music currently is kind of going under, like, an identity crisis. Is that kind of how you feel? Um, in some ways, I'm glad that you said that. In some ways, I feel like it is. I um, and, and I feel like some of it just is even just because of what's going on in the world as well, which I, I better not even go into that because <laughs> I'll get myself in trouble. Well, um, oh, this is off the chain. Anyway. You won't be in trouble. <laughs> I'm not saying anything goes, but but I agree with I you like, because I yeah. grew up with with Ferlin Husky and all those people, and I've seen country music evolve into something I don't even recognize hardly anymore. It is moving more over to the pop side, and in a lot of it, there is no storyline anymore. It's like you said, it's it's a short chorus it's a hook that gets stuck in your head forever and a day but there's no storyline wolverton mountain one of my favorite songs i grew up on i remember that song because there's a story in it yeah and you just don't find it that way anymore hardly so i'm glad to see you do stories oh thank you and i think because i'm not Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead and finish your sentence because we're going to play your last song when you get through. Oh, I was just saying, and, and um, you know, I've been approached by labels to sign with them, but I haven't because, like, my fans have been my label and they've been so supportive. And I, I just, I don't want to lose that opportunity to, I don't want somebody to say, no, you can't do this song or you have to do it this way. Um, I just feel like, I, I just feel like we need some authenticity in this industry. So, And this anyway. is why I love her. We are soul sisters <laughs> oh, in you. this. We are <laughs> absolutely awful. soul sisters. Aww. Hold on, darling. You, okay. <laughs> you are welcome. In fact, I would stand in line to watch one of your concerts, and I don't stand in line for anybody, but I would Aww. stand in line for Thank yours. You. And uh, Ian will tell you, Yvonne <laughs> uh, will tell you, Yvonne doesn't stand in anybody's line. I believe that. Yeah, <laughs> the bridges the bridges she burns lights the way for others. That's a fact. <laughs> so let's play this last con- song. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host and partner in crime, Ian Bush, and our guest, the the beautiful lady, Redneck. And if you have not seen her, go to her page, Lady Redneck Music, and listen to her music. Don't go now, though. You wait until after the show. And and buy her music and support her so that she will, too, rank up there on the Billboard charts. Let's listen to this last song, and then we're going to talk about it. No, that's not yours. Hold on.
That that wasn't yours. Did I only do two of your songs? I must have only done two of your songs. I thought I had three of your songs. I only had two of your songs. That's okay. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. The, Yvonne is fine. <laughs> no, it's not. I thought I put three of them up there. Let me see if All I right, can Yvonne, find it's them. time to go to bed. No. It is time Why to go to bed. That like, that's the slogan of the show lately. I love saying that. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. This is yes, I am. He is, he, is, he, is, he is totally disrespectful. I love him anyway. <laughs> this is what we do. Yeah, we banter. I think that's why everyone enjoys it, because they're like, man, they... They really are they like brother and sister? Where are they? What? <laughs> now we we do this because we can. It makes it makes the day go by faster, and people right. think we're crazy, and that's okay too. Yeah, well. And that's okay. We, we don't let labels define us. Is that right, no, Lady? We, do right? Not. we awesome. don't let labels define us. Good and <laughs> so glad and, you're and, and what what I I appreciate what you said about. The fact that you have labels now coming to you wanting to sign you, but always, always stay true to yourself because when you are no longer true to yourself, then your passion then becomes a job, and when it becomes a job, then after a while you hate it. As long as you're passionate about what you do, you never work a day in your life. That's so true. More people and need I, to understand that because it's true. <laughs> and I, I never want you to be to the point that when you're getting ready to go on stage, you're looking at everybody going, I'll be so glad when this night's over with. Because that oh, comes yeah. through on stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, time. for sure. For well, it's sure. kind of a powerful, it's kind of even more a powerful testament to the character that you are, that these people are coming to you. And instead of giving in to... Um, that's going to sound real bad and I'm not trying to make it sound bad but um, instead of you giving in to maybe the power of capitalism or you know you know you would get more listeners if you're a label you're like no I'm not doing that for that I'm doing that because I have a voice and I want to use my voice and I'm just going to make my own thing and if my own yeah. thing gets me 10 people or 10 million I'm just going to do it my way and I think um that really says a lot about your character because I, I know Yvonne and I both have seen people who um, they forget where they come from. I think, I, I think oh, they forget yeah. that small town, you know, I actually wrote um, a thought piece um, about how I, I still never forget that I was just a small town boy, two hours from Detroit, two hours from Chicago. And I know Yvonne doesn't forget her roots either. Oh, and, no. um, yeah. That that's really important for authenticity, and I think a lot of people, when they when they get that taste of power and that taste of um, you know infamy, they they'll do whatever it takes to climb up that ladder, and they forget who 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 was there for them when they only yeah. had ramen to eat, and so now they're eating. Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> you know, you feel yeah, like that too. No. Yeah, I I I've seen that. I know what you're talking about. I I mean. Oh, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it makes me sad whenever I see that happen. I, you know, I'm not opposed to a label per se, 
but I just like I want the flexibility to be able to do like continue to do what I want you know what I'm saying and I would love yeah. to sell all the stadiums I would love to have you know just everything you know that you're that you're saying but just have the flexibility too and so I don't know if that's even an option but <laughs> what's, well, what's stopping been, you from making your own label there you well, go and, and in all honesty, what I what I do and and the way that I market my music is that my fans are my label, and I do crowdfunding once a month. I don't perform, I don't pay for any of my recordings. Like my fans, once a month, I crowdfund, and they pay for me go to the, to go to the recording studio. And then part of the rewards that I give them is they can have the name their names on the back of my CD, like special thanks to. And so, like, everybody mm-hmm. that donates, like, gets part of my label. And they help me. And, like, I have fans that will set up big shows for me. And, like, one fan last month, like, set up this huge show. And then he even um, he even made a DVD out of it. Like, a really professional copy. Like, really great people that believe in my music. And they're like, hey, we'll help you get there. You know? And it's just, like, so then it makes me feel like I can, too. You know? There's, it's, so it's, it's awesome. So, I don't know that I've created my own label, but just like having fans that like, I, I, I literally tell them you guys are my label. So at this point they are like, <laughs> and, and so, that is your label. And when, yeah. and it makes them feel like they are vested in this music artist and they don't mind being vested because they are still appreciated in this industry. It can become a very, hostile brutal industry because as artists get bigger and bigger and bigger they forget it's like Ian said they forget how they got there you can sing all day long you can sing in the shower you can sing in your living room and you can have a beautiful voice and you can play musical instruments but if you don't remember that the very people that helped you get to the top of the heap are still there supporting you. It's like a hollow shell and it's going to crash and burn eventually. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally believe that. I totally believe that. Just, um, and there's, I I just think too, like going along with like a principle of gratitude. I, I've always been one that like, I truly believe that the more that you give, the more that you get. And so, um, Mm -hmm. if you're truly grateful, then and you just are sending out gratitude then you know it just it comes back to you tenfold and yes um and i am really grateful like i literally would not be able to record you know the song i'm going to the studio on thursday and i wouldn't be able to do it if they didn't support me the way that they did you know and and each month when i release a new song you know they buy the t-shirts they tell their friends mm-hmm. about it they do all these things and literally like i i don't have I don't have millions backing me. I have fans. You know what I mean? So I guess in that sense I may, but <laughs> I don't well, have and, like a an investor of any sort. So And you don't want one. And the reason I say you don't want one is because I have seen, and this happens in the writing industry too, when, right. you get, when an artist gets a big quote-unquote producer, label maker, king maker, whatever you want to call them, then you, then that <laughs> artist loses the essence of what got them there. And yeah. it, be, it becomes a drudgery because you can't sing this song, you can't write this song, you can't mm-hmm. go for two hours, you can't do independent interviews, 
and it becomes such a push and pull. It's no longer fun, and I never ever want it not to be fun for you, my friend. Ah, thank well, you. Yeah, I, I appreciate I really, that. I really resonate with that too. Um, again, I, I'm not trying to put in my two cents as well, but when I was really big in writing, I kept getting picked up for the same type of genre. So, of course, I didn't have a brand or anything like that. But going to exactly what you said, I'm like, man, I, I really don't want to do another horror story. But they like, but come on. You know, it's so, it's yeah. here. It's ready. It's ready. And I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of sacrificed a lot of my creativity. I think that's what kind of burnt me out. Um, you know, I, I was doing so well just hopping in one genre and I'm like, man, I don't, yeah. I don't want that anymore. And no, that's not yeah. for awes or sad, but I'm just saying I, I felt both sides of that coin without even a label where if you just get stuck in one thing and not have the freedom to spread your wings and do what you want to do, um, yeah. it's painful. It hurts. It sucks. So, and you won't grow. To you yeah. for, uh-oh. Yeah. And I, I think too, like, I mean, you know, if if you do, if you are stuck in a label, like, you'll be in that label for a little bit. They'll, you'll be a cookie cutter of an artist just like, you know, all the other ones out there. And then, you know, they'll be done with you as soon as, you know, something new comes out. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know what the I know what the music business is like. I've been in it long enough to know. You know what I mean? Like, and, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I don't, I definitely don't want that either. And I, like what you're saying, Ian, I don't want to lose that creativity and I don't want to ever feel like it's work. Right now, it's like, I feel like I'm the luckiest girl in the world because I get to do what I love and I get to be a mom on top of it. So I can be a mom and I get to do my music. You know what I mean? And I have all these great people supporting me. Like, I don't know how it could get better than what I have right now. So, And, and I don't yeah. think it can. And, and I am very proud of you for embracing that and it is out in your music, Stephanie. The the joy oh, yeah. that you get in writing and performing it it comes out like a burst of fireworks. Your oh, music, you, you're so kind. It makes me. Your music makes me smile. Oh, oh yeah, that me makes too. me. That makes me so happy to hear that. Really, it does. It's, it's, I I try not to really dabble too much in the country music realm too, and I'm definitely interested in getting my name on the back of your label at some point so that'd be awesome i would love that (laughs) see um and actually that was a good segue into um you said you're going to record in a little bit so what's 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 coming down the pipeline can you can you release a little bit yeah yeah i can yeah the and they are secrets nobody like i haven't told my i haven't um mentioned any of this i actually wrote two or three songs last night um one of them, <laughs> one of them, and I don't know that I'm going to record this one, but I did write one. Um, well, I probably shouldn't even say it on the show. Let me talk about the other things that I'm recording first <laughs> and then decide if it's wise. Um, we had an office chain exclusive and it's gone. <laughs> it, you can say anything you want on this show. We are not limited oh, to what okay, you well, can okay, say. Then I, I, I will, I'll say it in just a minute. So on on Thursday, I'm going to record actually a Christian song I wrote called It's His Fight Too. And it just talks about how Christ is there with us. Like, he won't let us down. He's there carrying us. And, he, you know, so it, it's a song that I wrote a few years ago, and it means a lot to me. So I'm recording that. I did one other Christian song in um, and released it on Easter. And it was another song that meant a lot to me. It was called Tender Mercy. And um, 
it's because I am a Christian and it's such a big part of my life. I, 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 and I hadn't released any until this year, but I thought, you know what, it's such a big part of me that I'm going to, you know, just within, in between other releases, I'm going to release one occasionally. So I'm doing another one on Thursday. Um, But the one after that I'm doing, it's a mixture of the thunder rolls, the devil went down to Georgia and thunderstruck. And it, yeah, it's such a cool arrangement that I came up with. And we've got it just about finished, but it, I, I still hear other things, so I'm going to have to go back to the studio again and, and work on it just a little bit more. It's not quite ready. Um, so those are two songs that are coming right up. But the one that I that I just wrote last night that I was afraid to even say the title, and I don't even know if I should, but um, I, I wrote a song. <laughs> it's okay, our secret. We won't tell anybody. This is why we call it off the chain, honey. <laughs> okay. It's called Don't Try to Take Our Guns. <laughs> oh, I like. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. And that this one, is I don't why know I was scared to talk it. to her tonight, Yvonne. <laughs> yeah. This is why. <laughs> now, you're back, now you're back over there nervous again, right? <laughs> Yo, I'm going to no. go back to the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know that that's when I ever recorded. Like, we, Yvonne and I, before the show started, we talked about how, like, I write songs just to understand life and to, like things that I'm feeling inside or things that I just like need to get out or whatever. And so it was just, I was just in one of those moods where I just was struggling with some things and I just wrote it all out. So I don't know. That I, I like it. That line, but. Before I, before <laughs> I, really I have like a song, <laughs> before I have a senior moment and forget it, if I have your permission, I would love to run those two faith-based songs on my other show, which is called Feed My Sheep, and it's it's oh, it's a Christian it. show. And I would also yeah. like to debut those two songs on the two radio stations that I have that are also faith-based. Oh my gosh, I would love that. Yes, please. Yeah, I would okay. love to. Thanks I will so download much. them and. And I'll I'll play them and and I'll start promoting them for you because I don't Aww. that's another thing I don't think we promote faith based music as much as we should and and in the environment we now live in we should. I agree. I, I so agree with that. See, she and I have oh. known each other forever and a day, Ian, and we just met. What are we going to say? In another life. I'm, we I'm were getting best jealous. Friends. It's going to be co-host Lady Redneck soon. Uh, I feel threatened even more now. No, I, I, I see it too. I definitely see that y'all are uh, a lot alike, and that that's a huge compliment to you. So, um, oh, thank you. Yvonne's got in our life. Y'all are not going to believe awesome. this, but we are at the five-minute mark. Did I not say she'd have that reaction? I said that. Uh-huh. Every guest uh-huh. does. So Even the listeners, question, they don't want to go. No. So my question my question is, will you come back and, and visit I with us again? You. Okay, yeah, I'll get with I'll get you. with Michael and get you set okay. up and maybe we can have you on as a regular, which would be even better because then we can debut oh. your new music on this show. That'd be awesome. I would love it. <laughs> That'd be super fun. Okay. I feel like I know you guys so well already, so that would be great. There you go. So before we leave, what what few words of wisdom would you impart on somebody out there that has a dream but they don't believe? 
Sorry, it cut out just a touch. Will you say that again, Yvonne? I said, what few words of wisdom would you impart to someone that has a dream but doesn't believe? That anything's possible and just get started. Just instead of just dreaming about it, write it down and go to work. I think that so many people think when this happens or as soon as I get to this point in my life or um, – or just, or maybe, maybe even I'm not good enough. Just, just start. Just try. Take a, whatever step you need to do today. Start on that step, and you can. Like, the sky's the limit. Like, really, I, I truly believe that the world will give you what you, what you ask. And so, just start. And I, I think too, so many people think that, that, you know, it needs to be a perfect situation, or, the, or the first thing they put out needs to be absolutely perfect. It's never going to be perfect. It's never. No nope. people are going to love it. Somebody's going to love it. Somebody's going to hate it. You know, and and it'll resonate with some people, and other people won't even give it the time of day. You just have to start. That's it. Just get started. So and that's, and that that's is what perfect. Advice I would give. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. And real quick, just get the same idea. So I'm, I'm I'm sad that we didn't pre-plan this. I totally want to spend closing time with her just once on the show. <laughs> so next time you're on the show, we're singing closing time, okay? Do you promise me? Okay. Oh, don't that don't be teasing my voice now because I only, I only <laughs> sing in the shower and in the living room like Yvonne already alluded to. But, no, I, I agree with you. And I think the big thing that um, I've noticed in my life is that uh, – you know, someone someone explained it really well that if you put a foot in the future and a foot in the past, you're only uh, you know stuck in the present. You know, you're not you're not moving forward, you're not moving back, you're just stuck right in the middle. Interesting. And so yeah, that's you gotta really make sure you're you gotta make sure you put one foot in front of the other. And I wish I knew who said that so I could give him credit, but uh, that's like just it. in the lexicon of quotes in my brain. <laughs> And the, I like uh, it. <laughs> the library of memories that I categorize by uh, alphabetical order. So <laughs> wow. keep moving your feet forward and uh, keep uh, keep on keeping on, right? So off to you, yeah. Yvonne. So I want to thank Lady Redneck for joining us tonight and, and sitting with us and, and laughing with us and, and talking with us. And she we will work on her being a regular on the show. I think she brings a lot to this show. On Monday night, author Joanne Fisher will be with us. And on Tuesday night, author Chad Lentz will be with us. They both have been on the show before. Go to Lady Redneck's site. It's called Lady Redneck Music. She also has a page on Facebook. Like her Facebook page. And if you want to be a contributor, you can you can be a contributor and help this beautiful woman live her dream and you can be a part of that dream and walk that journey with her. This is Yvonne with off the chain with my co-host Ian Bush and my guest, the beautiful lady redneck join us next week. And as always be safe, be kind. And always, as Ian says, move forward, live your dream. We only go around the sun once until next time. On behalf of my guest and my co-host, we say good night. So good night, y'all. Stephanie, I'll be contacting you, and Ian, I will be talking to you. Bye.
sounds great. You guys, thank you so much. That was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. You. It was you're really, welcome, really guys. nice meeting both of you, and just that was great. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, honey. <laughs> good night. All right. Good night. <laughs> 